Look, Andrew chose the episode title. Yeah, was- because you were advertising that you're now half-vaxxed. And you said, I love half-vaxxing it, and then we giggled. No, I said, I don't normally half-vax That's what you said. I don't love half-vaxxing. But you are now a half-vaxxed individual. I'm half-vaxxed. You got antibodies in there. You got half a vaccine in there. I've I've had full COVID. I've had half-vax. I I should be good to go. I've just had a full vax and never got the full COVID, but whatever. Well, my story to my grandkids will be way better than yours. This is true. I think we're going to claim that Liam had it. Because oh, well, he could have. He was sick for like three weeks in February of 2020, and then when Melissa got the vaccine, she got really sick, and they're like, "Oh, we probably had some antibodies in there." So we're gonna claim. I don't know. It's cool. Whatever. Well, Frank's already canceled us. Look, yes, it's 11-ish. We're, look, we're on. It's been a few weeks. We're back. We've it's, missed you. So week one, you guys were coming back from Jacksonville last you, summer. You, last summer trip. You didn't. Tell me that you weren't going to be here for a show on Monday until we were in our other group text. I told you that was my bad. And uh, that was so my then bad. I took my kids to the water park. Mm-hmm. And then last last week, you uh, you got that vaccine sickness. You were pressuring me and pressuring me. You were making me feel terrible about myself. So I finally got the vaccine and then said, it wiped you, me out. You said you wanted to go to a restaurant in New York City and you didn't think you'd be allowed to without your passport. And there it was. So no, you, I, you, you made me feel you like made an, your own choice. You made me feel like an outcast, like I didn't matter. And I, I hate everyone around me. How how many new COVID questions have you gotten at church in the past month? Oh, we've gotten a few COVID. I, questions. Like we, I thought we were done. It's I, it is, I, it's like we're okay, we're done. And then and and it's back. It's back, people. Everyone's asking, hey, are we gonna do masks again at church? What's the? We had a tropical storm come through yesterday. It wasn't bad here. But it was a tropical scare. It was a, but because of that, we did not have our TV outside because we had a we we had rain chances all during it's the service. It's a little soggy, and so we weren't going to put a TV outside. And we had people that wanted to be watching outside because they feel like that's the safest thing to do. And we're like, yeah. so we're back dealing with all the same things again that we were dealing with eighteen months ago. It's great. Justin it's thinks exciting. I'm a super it's spreader. Wonderful. Riley says my baby had that's it. True. Oof. Riley's. Did I tell you this? No. Was ben- it bad? Bentley's one. Yeah, I know. He like just turned one last weekend. And as a baby, it's a, it's a new day. A Lindsay's new also wearing her chicken nugget shirt. Andrew, I should have texted you. We could have all. I could have. We could have triplets. So after we got ours, I got one for Melissa. And Lindsay was like, where do I get one? I actually, I, I bought Lindsay hers. I, I paid for it because of that's kind of friend I am. Oh, I knew that she would want to match with my wife. Those, those children's ministry directors matching with their chicken nuggets and cool Carl. It's a fun thing. Do you know what's not a fun thing, Tim? Last Tuesday morning, you know, we've got the new preschool. Here at our church. Yeah, it's going well. It's going really well, except for the fact that last Tuesday morning, they came running into the office and said, we have human excrement coming up through the floor. What do we do? We have, to the bathroom floor? Yeah, we have like the drain in the middle of the bathroom floor. and Those are classic. And it got, and something got backed up, and it was coming up through the floor. Ah. We had to call the plumbers. Like there were kids here. When yeah, this there was, were, there it was an entire preschool. There was an entire preschool. Also... The VPK, oh you know, the the in Florida, the state funds that part. Yep. So the we had a whole new class that had started on Monday, mm. and on Tuesday, the, uh, the 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 drains backed up literally into the bathroom. Wow. And so we had the plumber come up, and the plumbers got their gear stuck in the pipes underneath our building. Uh, not so our had, fault. They they said oh, like this is our bad. We don't know what to do. You had things stuck they, in your they came plumbing. Out the next day, still couldn't get it. Then your plumbers got things and, stuck in their plumbing. And they said, all we can do, we have to dig through your parking lot to get this stuff out. 
And so we were thinking we had a broken pipe. We were thinking it was like the absolute worst case scenario. It, Dylan says reverse waffle stomp. It was, That's a throwback. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. For it comes <laughs> out to the drain and not down to the drain. Dylan, that made my heart. So I wish you were here. Now when we switch to the Dylan cam, there's it's sad. It's black like my soul. It's sad. Dylan's not here. But so it's very sad. The plumbers had to come out all, on Saturday where they could book a whole team to come out together. They had to cut through our parking lot, and it turned out to be like, whoops, our bad. This equipment should have never been stuck here. The guy didn't know how what, how to use it. Wow. And uh, it was like a simple clog. This stuff so always had, happens to you I know. guys. Well, we're in an old building. I know. It happens. It happens. Hey. I said it happens. Although, it happens. I also learned this week that if you use the emoji, you can say all you want. Did you? If you use the emoji, you can say whatever you want in a text message or whatever. Andrew, it's not about the word. It's about the heart behind the word. But the emoji has little eyes, so it's cute. It was a crazy, crazy week. I spent way too much time with my sleeves rolled up, not for fashion or comfort, but to, to touch plumbing. It was it was great. Yesterday was Sunday. And this is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Was the was the music too loud? Was that it? Kurt's asking why the why the music was was uh still playing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Jerry says up here in Richmond, a sewer plant pipe burst into oh. the James River. So that's a slightly bigger. That's a, that's a bigger issue. I mean, it's yeah, that's we, a, that's a pretty. We had a problem. chemical plant leak in Brandon that caused red tide. Apparently, I don't know. It was the worst. It's, it's been a really bad red tide here. It's lasted forever. <laughs> it's. Like you go to the beach and it just stinks and your eyeballs hurt, but whatever, it's fine. It's not fun. It's fine. Listen, we say we do this each and every Monday. We do our best, but, but sometimes we don't. We say we do it each and every Monday at eleven. It's we more do our eleven-ish, but still, Andrew, we have full-time. I'm Andrew, this is Tim. Jobs. We have full-time, full-time wives, lives, and wives. Full-time kids. It's back to school season. We're getting it. Sometimes. You're scheduled to record a podcast, and then you're like, wait, no, I got to go get shoes for back to school. Back to school happens. It, it happens. Back to school happens every every month. Um, it might have been like one of the longest intros ever. We've, we've done some long ones before. It's been a few weeks. It's been a while. We're, we're out of practice. We are. You know, it's, it's like when your favorite player comes off the IL, and it just takes a few swings to get going. Sometimes a few games. A few games. But then uh, Jimon Choi turns into Jimon Choi again, and we just love him. We'll bounce back. We'll be fine. The rest of the show will be better. We'll push the right buttons in the right order. Absolutely. We'll remember to uh, read our ads before we finish the show, hopefully. We have some fun ones today. We'll see. We'll see. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. It was about, what, four minutes before we started, we said, what should we actually talk about? It was five. So we're good. We're prepared now. We're very prepared. We're ready. Andrew, I'm so excited to tell you. I told you this last week, but... You told me it was going to happen. We invited fourth grade and up to our main worship service Did yesterday. you invite them, or did you say there's no child care for fourth grade and up? I sent an email to my kids' ministry director and said, what do you think about this? And she said, love it. And then an hour later, had a parent email out saying, hey, pastors invited all the kids fourth grade and up. And I 
Like, what did, I understand. Did she call you pastor? Like that's your new first name? I, I don't know what it said in the email. Is Tim, it, Pastor Tim. Is it weird when someone refers to you just as pastor? I asked them not to do that. Okay. Like, can I can I call you a pastor? I'm like, no, it's just you, Tim. You, you can call me whatever you feel comfortable calling me. Sure. But it's Tim's fine. I mean, I guess like people call doctors doctor. I but one one is a degree. Because technically, a, a doctor is the degree, physician is the is the job. I don't know. I don't need the title. Like, I'm good. I'm good. What if they called you by your degree? Hello, bachelor. Hello, master. That'd be fun. Master would be cool. Master would be cool. But again, I'm Tim. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm good to just be Tim. So we had fourth grade and up in church, and it was a really cool sight while preaching. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, also encouraged all of our students to get to church because it was it was geared. I mean, it was Ephesians six one through four. So, the, it children was, obey your parents in the Lord. It was half in the Lord. Half about kids and students. The other half was directed towards parents. So we had kind of a two part sermon, which went way too long, but got a ton of great feedback. How long did you go? Fifty three minutes. Tim, it was it was basically two sermons in one. Fifty three minutes with fourth graders in the room. Hey kids, come to church. And, and Tim's going to preach you for 53 minutes. And my kids wanted to talk after the sermon. So we like when we got home, the kids had like a 30-minute convo with me about that 53-minute sermon. Like I don't know what to say. It was one of those that way too long, but it it landed. Uh, I went about 37 yesterday and was like apologizing. I had a great illustration to end it. I'm like, look, I know we're going long, but I got to tell this. 53 minutes? When you have one service, it's like... We have one service. All bets are off. It is the... Like, I don't feel any restraint. Maybe maybe we need to go back to two services so I can get back to my 30-minute sermons. 53 minutes. And probably the, the, the best feedback I've had all year on a sermon. It's a, it's a long sermon. What do you say? Less. You say I, less. I, I agree. Or you say this is two sermons in a row. That's that's a long sermon, Tim. Derek Darick says, "Well, it landed for us." Uh, Brandon says, "Dude, how's Timmy feeling about Trevor?" Look, I I saw <laughs> Jeff says, "Master is a traditional title for a little boy." <laughs> that's true. I saw Trevor attempt about nine passes on Saturday, and I was I was good. I didn't need any more. He, it, the magic is there. Like it, it is not hype. He can he can throw a football better than any Jaguar quarterback has ever thrown a football. Which you know it's something. But did you ever see that video of Byron Leftwich at Marshall? <laughs> When he had the hurt ankle and the, his teammates carried him. True to story. Range. His first season as a Jaguar, they showed that highlight clip every single game. It got me fired it's up. One every of the time. greatest college football highlights of all time. It got me fired up. But now he's an offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. So Andrew, we had kids in church. I think we're going to do this more often. It was fun. Um, you gotta. You can't go not every three minutes if, with a nine-year-old. Better question, how does Tim feel about his namesake, Timmy T? Look, he's getting a lot of flack for a not-so-great block. block. He hit the guy. Our our running back got the yards. It's fine. Tim's fine. If he doesn't make the team, he'll coach. He's a big boy. He'll he'll survive. He just turned 34 years old. It was his birthday. Older than me. It was on my Facebook that he was inviting us to give to some charity for his birthday. Should I invite people to give to... Safety Harbor Community Church on my birthday. Why would you not want a Tim Tebow in your locker room? I, like, I, what are the downsides of having that in your locker room? I, Justin Fields, the Ohio State alum, sure did look really good for the Bears. Really, really good for the Bears. I mean, there's no question Fields is not better than Lawrence. I mean, he, he looked he looked fine, but he's not better than Lawrence. The difference is, is that Trevor Lawrence was playing with the first teamers and Justin Fields was playing at the end of the game. So you get that. I 
I get that, but he it's looks, preseason. He looks, it's so it hard. It doesn't to... matter. Nothing matters. It's fine. We were Kurt talking. says we always have our kids in service. We also don't do fifty-three minute sermons. I didn't know it was fifty-three minutes. We had a, we had a family time of prayer at the end, and the kids prayed for their parents at the end of service. Like That's that, cool. that was a sweet picture. That's cool. It was really sweet. But did you do it for the gram? Didn't take a picture. Or for the God? Did not take a picture on purpose. Wow, I'm really proud of you. Although I just talked about it, so it's kind of the same. Eh, thing. Kind of the same thing. But that's what our show's about. So we talk about what we, we do. Did. We talk about the week in ministry that was. That's what the person with the deep and sultry voice at the beginning of the show says a look back at the week we said a caffeine fuel i haven't had any caffeine today you need some we're we're 15 weeks into the book of ephesians and we just got to chapter six which as you know is the final chapter and i think you guys started a brand new we series did. we started a series on christian virtues virtues that should define the christian life okay um one thing that we do whenever we start a series it's like you know a normal length series We'd find a Bible reading plan on Bible on the Bible app to go with it. You guys are having encouraging your church to go through the entire Bible yep. in the year. I feel like this is a little bit of an easier entry. It's a much way, easier entry way. If people are joining the church throughout the year or different yep. times, say, hey, here's a new series. Here's a Bible reading plan like to it. go with the series. I love it. So we start that today, which is very exciting. So we've got we've got new stuff going on. It was it was a weird Sunday though for us because we had it, the tropical storm. We didn't know if we were going to have running water as late as like Thursday afternoon. We're like, what is our contingency plan if the plumbers have to turn off all the water when they're digging into the parking lot on Saturday? And so it was kind of, you know, what's the sun? What's the Sunday going to look like? And right. It was. We've got some some COVID concerns and some people that are, you know, saying, hey, we're going to go back to watching from home for a little bit. So, you know. 10, 15 minutes into service, I was kind of like, wah, wah. Like, there's not a lot of people here. I get it. It's, it didn't feel like the room was packed. There wasn't a ton of energy. But I left church yesterday, like, very, very pumped and excited. Well, that's because you guys we, you guys I, have a strength, I, and you're now playing into that. And it's, it's the, yeah, it's like the small church fellowship hall time yeah, afterwards. That's huge. And it was, like, when people are wanting to hang out after church for an hour. It's awesome. You get very excited about that. So that was, that was us. It was kind of a, oh, man, I wish... We had more people here, but then I heard more regards to the service from people that had watched online. I got more messages from people not physically here at our church than I got from people that were here at the church. And mm. then we had just, I don't know, that the the hangout coffee and donut time after church really is a big win for us. Plus, I made a casserole that was delicious. Andrew's very good at casseroles. Jeff's wondering if the long-form dive into a single book is the trend. Um, I, I think it depends on context. We as a church had a history of doing topical-based preaching for a very, very long time. And we then switched over to doing uh, complete books of the Bible. And our people loved it. Like, had, had it been an adverse reaction and people were like, this is not like, mm -hmm. that would have been different, but our people were like, yes, please let's do this more. So like, okay, we, we just leaned into that. I, I don't, I'm not saying it's better or worse. Mm -hmm. It's just our people happen to really take well to just it's go on. where you are for this season. Absolutely. Like, will that be like that forever? I, I don't know. Maybe not, but for right now, it, it really is where our people are at and what they're loving. So you're starting Esther next. So we will complete Ephesians in two weeks, possibly three weeks. I don't know how long we're going to spend on the armor of God. Um, and then in September, for sure, we I have will. Somewhere back in our kids' room, I have the armor of God. You I need borrow. to wear it. I need to wear it's, it. Like it's so. I need to wear it. Landon, my, every day, actually. My 11-year-old 
so he was 10 at the time, but last Halloween we were trick-or-treating here around the church because Safety Harbor does cool stuff. And so we were coming <laughs> coming down here, and he decided he was too cool to wear a costume, so he didn't want it. And then he saw how much candy his brothers got at the first two houses that we went to. <laughs> and so he was like, okay, maybe I do. So I'm like, all right, let's run to the church and like find something you can put on. Armor of God. And we found the armor of God. He's like, wait, can I be a knight? I'm like, no, but you can put on the full armor of you God. You can be Ephesians 6, buddy. <laughs> and he did, and it was great. I need so to wear it. I've got it. I'll, I appreciate I'll, I'll that. give it to you. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see the pictures of that. It'll be great. So that's where we're at. That's where that's where we're at as well. It was good. You know, we're we're not doing the full book of the Bible. We're gonna I think we're gonna do Acts. And our buddy Tommy is doing Acts as well, right? He is. It's like I feel like at the life of every church, that is the everybody has to go all the way through Acts at one at point some because point. it's about the church. At some point you so have some to do point Acts. everybody does. But I so what we we had discussed a few weeks ago that we're gonna do Acts starting the week after Easter and yeah. take us through the summer next. So I don't think we did that. We won't do how you guys did no, it. No, but we did Acts after Easter. Yes. It went perfect. I'm pretty sure I know the sermon that you used for Acts chapter one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with Acts, but we'll do one week per chapter and expect people to read on their own. We won't do the 45 weeks. Or Sam Rudkin says 45 weeks in Acts. 45. Yeah, Sam, I think, was there for all 45. That's a lot of weeks of Acts. He says, so Esther should only take about 18 months. Okay, that's a bit extreme. Esther's shorter than Acts. It's shorter than Acts. It's it's quite a bit shorter than Acts. I think I did Esther, but it was I, I might have done Esther as a one-weeker. I think we're doing 12 weeks. Well, you do it. I, I get it. I get it. Jeff says nothing against trends. We've been going verse by verse through Mark for four months now, and we just saw a couple of other churches doing something similar. I guess maybe this. I was in Mark right six now. yesterday. It was exciting. Eric says had a pastor do a year in Leviticus. That's Oof. a fun one. That's a fun one. Maybe we'll do that, Lakeview. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I How could. Do you, I don't know what, if I could do it. What's the altar call like at at Leviticus? I you know I, I wish I had a button where I could. I need to have a button where we switch to having just as I am playing on the organ behind us as we talk. That would be really cool. Can you hum just as I am while I do this fake altar call? Listen. I know that there are people out there that have been eating their meat and cheese together. And if that's you and you want to make things right between you and God, the altar's open. If you've been wearing a multi-fabric blend suit, even today, the time to repent is now. Come forward, just as you are. That was really good. We should do that more often. Melissa says, my kids would not have survived. Melissa, had your kids been in church yesterday, I probably wouldn't have preached for 53 minutes. Sam says, I see that hand. <laughs> uh. <laughs> CJ's dealing with Monday morning church drama. See, we do this on Monday morning so that we can push that to Monday afternoon. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's good stuff. That's why yeah. my elders text me and say, call me after the show. Because they know. I don't have to deal with that drama like a good way after to the show. close a church. You know, it could be. We have a new closing segment. <laughs> altar call at the end of... That'd be a... You know, we should have more structure in our show. An I altar agree. call at the end of every show. It's not a bad idea. I think that would be really, really good. Speaking of structure in our shows, Tim, we've got more to talk about. We've got a lot more to talk so about. So we don't forget it. Okay. I think we need to thank some of our friends real quick. Thanks, friends. Tim, of course, we need to thank the Getting Ready for Marriage book. Look, it's a fantastic premarital counseling curriculum that Andrew and I both use. 
and we love to hone in on chapter seven. We we believe that it it's important. It matters. And matters a lot. You should care about it too. Uh, I think you should just check out the book and look. If you want to just hand a book to a couple, hey, here's a book. Great. If you want to do premarital counseling, there's a workbook as well. So however invested you want them to get, it's it's the way to go. Chapter seven. We we have a new friend. I do not know this. You do, because like so I saw like the, the chat you had going with the, year, with the owner here. We we were reached out to by the creators of the Bible Brawl. And that's that's the end times expansion pack, okay. and the uh, the not the, the n, not safe for Sunday school, expansion pack. Um, we were reached out when they were like on Kickstarter. And we're like, I don't know. And they reached out and said, Look, the Kickstarter went really well. It was funded in like nine hours. We've got this awesome new game. Do you guys want it? And you know, Tim plays a lot of board games. If you follow me on the gram, you'll notice that we we play a lot of board games so this, in my house. This is a card game and a board game. And I, I was trying to figure it out. It's it there's a strategy game. Okay, here so, we go. What is Bible yeah, Tim, Brawl? What? Take the most iconic Bible characters to battle fighting for the most honor. There okay? you go. The Bible is filled with a lot of crazy stories that Sunday school teachers felt they couldn't teach to a group of kids. So we created this fun take that style card game to create interest into some of the most iconic stories you've never heard of. Listen, it's really funny, like really, really funny. It's it's cones of Dunshire meets Dungeons and Dragons. It's every kind of. it's everything you want in an epic style board game. All I know is that am I plugging this well? I've never played it. All I know is that this card here is a hologram. And it's a bear mauling the children oh, that made blood. fun of Elisha. Oh so my it's like, gosh! It's, it's a hologram card, and this one, this is a dung pile. I don't want to tell you what's coming out of uh, Ezekiel. Wow. My kids would um, die if they saw this. There's the foreskin shield. I'm not joking. This is this is a board game that uh, makes a whole lot of sense. Ages for, 14 and up. It's on my box. Ages re- 14 and up. It says 14 and up. Wow! And I'm telling you, the, the not safe for Sunday school expansion pack. Will make you giggle. Wow. Hey, if you're looking for actual content, I don't know why you're here right now, but the Backseat Leadership Podcast has just that. It's a conversation for leaders who don't quite find themselves in the driver's seat just yet. You should go check out Backseat Leadership Podcast. Jeff and Backseatleader.com. Youth Ministry University. Formerly DYMU. Train your team. Get everybody on the same page. Speak in the same language. It's wonderful. Eric says that shield. <laughs> Tim, we are a proud, proud, part, very, very proud part, proud of the DYM podcast, podcast network. network. You should go check out all of our buddies and their shows on the network because it's just, uh, it's just what you should be doing. You know, you told me about that board game, and I thought you were joking for like three <laughs> weeks. I was it's like, because you weren't here for the past two weeks, and so. Literally, like I got it in the mail the Tuesday after the last show, and I was like, "Tim, trust me." Somebody put time and like money and effort into yes, that. Like I, it's legit. But, yeah, it's it's very legit. I think you it's biblebrawl.com. Here's the thing: I was I was messaging with him yesterday, and I didn't have the game here with me, and I thought it was Bible Bash off the top of my head. So I googled Bible Bash. Very different. Don't Google Bible Bash. You'll find a lot of podcasts that you should not listen to. If you're listening to this one as Bible but, brawl, but Bible brawl is something that you should check out. And it's very, very funny. And uh, I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun to play. 
Andrew, we had a really fun convo this week. I don't even know what spurred it. It started on. with with the plumbing issues that we had here. Yes. And you basically said, Andrew, why are you the one dealing with? Yeah. Okay, the, that too. With the poop emoji. That's the one. Yeah, and I was just curious, you know, how, how do you, what expectations do you place on your elders, your volunteers, your, your leadership team? And so it we had this whole like text thread going for a, a quite a bit wondering how many hours are expected of our volunteers. Excuse you're, you're, me. You're, yeah. you're giggling over here. I was uh, laughing at Eric saying that we should have a breakout room at a conference <laughs> where we all just play Bible Brawl. That'd be a fun. I would actually go to a board game breakout. How much fun would that be? Way more fun if than there, almost every other breakout session I've ever done. If there was a conference coming, maybe like in this area, maybe a board game breakout would be a very, very good I could idea. host that room. You could host that room. I wonder if Bible Brawl would even sponsor a conference if there was going to be a breakout where people had just like got together and played a game. So if we if we host that a conference in the area, we could even do it, I don't know, like at, at Lakeview. At your church? You think there's room? Could make room. Okay. I just think that'd be really funny. It'd be really funny. That'd be really funny. And if you don't really have plans fun. for February, um, just block out a couple of days. Just saying. Interesting. I'm just I didn't say anything else. Hey. I said nothing else. Interesting. Look, what expectations? Uh, Frank Gill says that. Frank, you should. You should be involved in this. Frank, you interested? I think that'd be really, really fun. Tim is speaking truth today about breakouts. Look, I'm sorry. We've all been in. This isn't even on our notes no. here, but we've all been in, in in the conference setting. We just left a great main session and they forced us into a breakout and we're sitting there thinking, I wish I was playing board games. Yeah. How many times have you thought, I wish I was playing board games right and now? Wouldn't, and Chancellor, if you play a board game with somebody, you're going to exchange the Insta handle. You're going to it's become ministry. buddies. You're going to find out what church they're serving Networking. At. And... That will do so much better than... It's relationship building. How to teach Old Testament narrative as a story. I went to that breakout once at NYWC. You could teach that one. It was... It was I could have taught that one, that's for sure. Wow. Um, but I'm just saying, we've all been to some bad breakouts. Board game breakouts. Coming February 2022. I love it. Here's the deal. I, I love it. We were curious about how many hours our volunteers put in, so I... I texted one of my elders and just said, hey, on average, how many how many hours are you putting in? And it, and it was a lot. It was way more than I thought. It was a lot of hours. I felt like, like wow. Like that, close to close to 20 hours a week at times. And he has a full-time job outside yeah. of that. So I I don't know. What what are your expectations? I don't expect that. Lindsay from- says that's when I sneak to the bathroom and never come back. Oh, my gosh, yes. I was, that's one thing I always loved at NYWC. They were like, hey, we know that some of this conference you should just go and spend some time in your hotel yep. room and if you're at something that doesn't work for you you can walk out but then you're like when you're like I think I should walk out but then you look around there you're like one of the last four people left in the breakout you Remember don't everyone who walked out of the main session that was Nashville that was when we be- that's when we began our relationship with NYWC that was what's his name um the PTL network Mm-hmm. Jim Baker. Mm-hmm. When he t- awful. If it was I don't know if anyone watching was at NYWC Nashville 2013. That's it. Oh my word. That was mm. that was wild. That was that was loco. That was a that was an interesting main session. Um so Andrew, what do you expect 
for your, I mean, do you place expectations? Do you say, hey, we're going to need this much out of you? Or does it come and go in seasons? It, it comes and goes in seasons. So we have one of our elders kind of does a lot of the finance stuff. Yeah. Um, I think typically he, the finance he, elder is probably going to put a little yeah. bit more time into. Well, so he's got the expertise in the business world. It's like the contract with the new preschool that moved in. Right. That was all him. We're looking to refinance. And so that that's all him. So that's not like here hands dirty work, but that's right. real, real important work. Very important. We have another elder that kind of, if it's the the youth and children's ministry stuff, she is all over it. Mm-hmm. And so that is more of a here, you know, on Sunday morning kind of thing. So different different elders have different responsibilities in different times and different seasons. I think that's and fair. So, like I would just say for hours, it just, it, it flexes. Some do. I guess the, I'm just wondering as you. Some do the big projects. And yeah. when there's a big project, they are, it's theirs. They own it all hands on deck. And others do some of the week to week stuff. So it just. So we have our first um, ministry leadership team meeting coming up on Sunday night. So it's all staff, all elders, and all key ministry leaders of our nine core ministries and a few umbrella ministry leaders as well. So I, I think this conversation might you happen. Pizza? Uh, we're, we're, we're providing a full meal. It's 5 to 7 p.m. It's, it's what a you, What are you eating? Leadership. Uh, my, my parents are taking care of the meal. I just feel like feeding people is very important. It is very, very important. We're also providing child care for some of our staff. Wow. We're we really want people yeah, at this meeting. You should have people at that meeting. So, so do you do you talk about this kind of thing? Like, what you want to have a sense of weight on the position. I think right? you should always like, here's communicate expectations before someone volunteers for a position. Yeah, absolutely, or before they're elected to an official. You should always know what you're getting into. But I also think that to think that you know exactly what's going to be needed or expected, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. No, I mean, I had an elder resign a while back and, and I had a great convo with him afterwards. And, and I had just said, you know, I, I thought you knew the expectations going in. And he said, honestly, I didn't know. I was like, oh, well, that's that's on us. It's like a one board meeting a month kind of thing. Right. And he, he had no idea. And we dropped the ball because there there is some some weight, especially on the, the office of elder. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the highest office in the church. So I, I just think that it I think it varies from church to church because. We've all been to churches where the elders are the eight people with the nicest cars in the church. Yep. And they, you know, they approve of the budget and and yell at the youth pastor and there's a dent in the wall. But beyond that, not a lot of day to day. And we've all been at, well, hopefully all have experienced the kind of church where the elders take leadership and do a lot of the actual work of ministry. Yeah. So it, and that, that's where we're at as a church. My my elders have been incredible. But 20 weeks, years. 20 hours a week is... A lot of hours. That's that's a, it's a fast track to burnout. But then yeah. I texted another senior pastor in the area, and he told me that his main elder has been putting in close to forty. And I'm like, how? And he's he has a full time job outside of that that's, too. Like that's scary to me. But like, then how is then, that possible? So as this, yeah, you know, our little group of buddies around the area were like, all right, let's ask other people. So then I got curious. Then I asked another, and and I share, you know, hey, someone told me they put in twenty to forty, and he's like, that's crazy. I I expect twelve hours a month from my elders. I feel like that's a good fair amount. I. I I agree. I was like, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's it's about three hours a week. He said sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but it averages out to about 12 hours a month for my elders. I'm like, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I feel like that's, I, what, I guess, I guess what just pained me was, okay, do we have elders volunteering more hours than I'm paying staff to yeah. work? Like, that's a scary thought. It, it is. <laughs> what do you it, do with it that? It absolutely is. But sometimes, but some of it's just a personality thing. Like, it is like we've all had that one elder that is going to, yeah. At my previous church, we had eighteen elders for a season, which was 
too many because we, we had That's nine different committees at Ooh. the church. That's scary. And there were two elders on each committee. It was it was too much. But because of that, some would come in and they would have the you know the big PowerPoint presentation for every single meeting and all their ducks were in a row. And others were like, we really don't need to meet this month. And so they were, you know, they were kind of like jockeying for the what are the committees that don't actually need to meet very often because those <laughs> are the ones that I want to be on. <laughs> Um, and that's not, I, that's not how that church functions anymore. Right. But, and that was kind of an older handed down style, but sometimes you're going to have elders that just because of whatever role they have or because of whatever their little niche in ministry is, it's going to be a consistent. But I think this transfers work. over to other areas as well. Cause even in student ministry, I always had one key volunteer who there's was always, the workhorse. Like it was the, always, but I think that's personality. Like some yeah. people they're not going to commit to something unless they're going to do it really, really well. Right. And some people are just going to be like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I can, I can fill that role. Volunteers are the best. I like volunteers. I'm I love a big fan of volunteers. I think they should know what is expected of them. I agree. Before they're asked to volunteer for something. We were talking about this on practically pastoring last week. Well, you weren't, I was not, but I was with the other hosts of the practically pastoring podcast. We were just it's a good show. We were saying that, it's always good to give somebody a chance to volunteer for something small before something big. Mm. Volunteer for something with an expiration date wow. so that you're not volunteering to be involved in something for forever. Give somebody a way out so they can serve faithfully, do their job, and not have to keep doing it mm. before you ask them for forever because you want your volunteers to know what they're getting into. Well, sometimes it is difficult to put in too many hours when you have a packed calendar, Andrew. Tim, I saw your calendar today. I, you put things in your calendar. I, I should start doing that because I would remember appointments and stuff. I every I have every appointment I have every, every lunch every, meeting. Every day is three deep. Every lunch meeting, every dinner. I've got my podcast on here. So this hey, calendar I'm on there. You are. You this, have five things on your Monday calendar. I do. Is this syncs up with my wife's phone so she can get on and see every appointment that I have in that mm. given day? So when you tell me you don't have a calendar, it it scares me a little bit. I just don't know how you. <laughs> Lindsay Peaks says no report next because she <laughs> she might have been there for that. She, she's been there. She gets it. <laughs> Melissa says, sounds like a great game to play for the next ministry couples game night. We've. It's time to have one. Soon. It's absolutely time to I'm have one. I'm just saying, I think some people would blush if they saw some of those cards. I blushed. Yeah. There was poop on one of them. So Andrew, tell me, how do you keep track of your your lunch meetings, your dinner meetings, your your all? I, how? For the most part, I don't know. I've got a good memory. I remember things. Do I have more meetings than you? Be honest with me. Probably. Maybe probably have have more meetings than I do, but still, I know what meetings I have and when. If I usually agree to it, I'm like, okay, cool, I've got it, and I'll. So do you set meetings, email. or do you wait for people to come to you? Both. Okay. So like this week, I have one meeting that I set and one that was brought to me. And I remember when both of them are. They're on the same day. Wow. Yeah. Well, that makes it a lot easier. I'm wondering if I should start blocking in uh, sermon writing in my calendar, you should, too. You probably should, so you have time for that. Seeing as how my calendar looks really, really packed. Jerry says, we do an 11-month commitment to all SM positions. I think oh, that's okay. student ministry. But in, real in reality... All our leaders re-up year after year. Jeff says, I have to calendar everything. Jeff, a man after my own heart. I get it. Different different organizational styles. But how does your wife know I don't what's have an organizational up? style. I, I tell her, hey, here on this day we're doing this thing. 
okay. And then like one of us will remind the other one. Oh yeah. Does she does she that. have a no? She has like a an actual calendar that like hangs in her kitchen that she writes stuff in. We do have that, but yes. But we no. we have the big family chalkboard calendar that our kids every month gear up to watch mommy, you know, redo the chalkboard calendar. We have a TV in our house and the kids gear up to watch it. <laughs> Last night we watched What If? And it was What If Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers. You're watching the new Disney Plus What If show. Yes, that's what it was. It was called What If. Have not seen it yet. Well. Highly recommended. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's it's not it's it's a standalone. Thing. So while you were watching, each, what if we were introducing our kids to Mrs. Doubtfire? We we've been talking about Mrs. Doubtfire so much because it's, it's on Disney Plus. So Landon, my oldest, is like, Can, should I watch this one? We're like, yes. Ooh. Wasn't as bad as I remember. We we, we scrub. Are you watching this? We scrubbed don't through because I don't scrub through things. Two scenes, um, and it was just dialogue scenes. Yeah, but I the, remember them well. Unfortunately, we do watch everything with subtitles because, yeah, for whatever reason, my whole family we just we just like to read and we comprehend better. So my kids know when the wordy dirt is coming up, and mm-hmm. it's now Aaron's job to beep out the word. There you go. It's very annoying, but <laughs> very very funny. And sometimes he'll beep it out at the wrong time, so we all know the word's mm. coming. And mm. we have little ones who can't read yet, and he misses the beep, and it's a it's a thing. We uh, uh, what about Jungle Cruise? I had a blast with Jungle Cruise. Like Jungle Cruise took a lot of flack. I thought it was fun. It was funny. I didn't watch it. It was a little bit too long, but like well, your sermons. I'm a big Disney fan, so, Wait, I, so you're critiquing the Jungle Cruise for being too long. Look, I'm a big Disney fan. I know you don't enjoy disney as much as we do but that's why we have already yeah. watched the jungle cruise melissa and i went to disney just for lunch on did i i have we haven't seen each other in a couple weeks melissa and i went to disney on friday just for lunch well it that's was, because you finally had your was, blackout dates it, lifted it was the first week i'm sorry that i paid for my own passes instead of letting my parents pay for and you had been in four months we no we went like two weeks ago with the whole family when our blackout dates got lifted but Melissa and I went on Friday because all the kids are. So in if school. there was an emergency in school, who's the contact? My mom was here, and then a friend of ours from church. Because I saw that and I was like, "That is really scary." Yeah, <laughs> and we we left so soon. We went to the uh, the fifties primetime cafe. I have that looked I, fun. I've got clean plate stickers in my car because I cleaned my plate. Melissa did not clean her plate, but uh, <laughs> look, you should be proud of that. I, know, I was gonna say, I know you're shocked by that. I had the mom sampler, so my my lunch, which by the way, we had a ten fifty five reservation for lunch. Well, you have to. If you, you have to because we time. were getting in and we were and we were trying to get back to pick up kids from school. So I had the mom sampler. So I had mine was meatloaf, hot roast, and fried chicken on the same plate. On the same plate. Melissa too just, much. Melissa just had the fried chicken, and she you should had, have shared that. She had. Well, that's what we said. We said we should have shared this and then done like an appetizer or two because Melissa just got the fried chicken. And it was just these three giant pieces of fried chicken. But we went to Disney because it was the first Friday's my day off. All of our kids I are in it. school now. I think it's awesome. And so we went over, and the plan is at least once a month to you know, go over to Epcot, go over to Hollywood Studios. I don't think— we, It's one of the benefits of working where yeah. we do, living yeah. where we do. You can't go to Magic Kingdom just for lunch because you mm, got to get the monorail. It's too much. It's too much. You, you, can't, you cannot pop into Magic Kingdom and pop out. You can do Hollywood. You can do Epcot. And Either like one of those would work. You could do Animal Kingdom, but you'd have to eat uh, at one of the upfront restaurants. You don't want to. There's. 
CJ says it. my work calendar and my wife's work calendar are together. I'm just bad at putting things on my calendar. John LaRue, lead elder of Lakeview Church, says Andrew is right. There are times in a church's life and development where more time is required from elders. Ideally, a full team of ministry leaders and staff will take a big portion of burden off the elders. I like that. This is true. To continue to off-topic trend, the mysterious Benedict Society. I love it. My kids do not. I can't. For I like, have like they no normally know what that is. Disney Plus. Again, we're bigger Disney fans, but you Disney Plus more. We, we do. We Disney Plus a lot. I, I, my wife and I love it. My kids have just I, not gotten into it. I uh, CJ says loved all the dad jokes. They were amazing. It's it's a Disney movie that you haven't seen. He's talking about here. Here's the thing. Here comes La- the Florida resident problems. Blah blah. blah. Last night, when. CJ. My kids went to bed. I finally got my wife to watch the first two episodes of Ted Lasso. Oh, what? I mean, I, one of the it, greatest it shows took, of all time. It took me months to get you to watch it because I didn't know if Steph would like it. And I, I don't watch shows by myself. You know, I do. I, I do I, not. I, I do. I do not. I watch shows by myself. I do not all the time. And uh, my wife loved it. I loved it. It's. I'm loving season two. It's so good. It's. Did you watch this week's? We haven't watched this week's. We Tim, were, it's a Christmas episode in August. We were going through the new HBO show. It's a Christmas episode. I can't wait. In August, and it's just wonderful. I've already planned. Like, it will be part of my Christmas tradition. Whether I'm wrapping presents or whatever, I will re- rewatch it every Christmas, which <laughs> means that Apple is going to get another $7 a month out of me for the rest of my life. But whatever, it's fine. Kurt says, Jungle Cruise is only 100 minutes longer than Tim's last sermon. That's hurtful. That is hurtful. <laughs> Laura says, Ted is great just for grown folks, though. Yeah, not yes. a family-friendly show. No. We do no. not watch I was Ted like, Lasso as a family. To most, I'm like, look, it's a, it's a British show, so they curse like they're British people. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely not a Disney Plus show. But oh, so back to Mrs. Doubtfire. So when Melissa yeah. was like, "What should I do with myself all day?" Last Wednesday was the, day, the kids' first day in school. I was like, "What do you mean? Here's what you do." And so I sent her gift gifs all day of Mrs. Doubtfire cooking and cleaning, and and then it just turned into Mrs. Doubtfire gifs, and you know the hello when she's opening the. I tried to midway through the movie. I tried to convince my kids of my alter ego, Mrs. Truthwater. They didn't believe it at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> This has gone so off the rails. I don't know why anybody is still watching. Who is Mrs. Truthwater and what does she do? It, look, it's 11.52. We've got nothing else to talk about. You've got work to do, Andrew. We, we can't we can't keep on I don't like know. this. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's been too many weeks. It's been too long. We're so glad to be back. We'll do it again next Monday. We'll keep the convo going. Mrs. Truthwater may or may not be here. Oh, my. <laughs> Hello. I cannot oh, wait. Boy. If Mrs. Truthwater shows up, it is going to be a good week. Doubtfire Truthwater. We'll I, see you next week, guys. I can't wait.